Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 205 on DGS. Just the three of us hanging out. Dave is uh, back on January 2nd. We'll all be back on January 2nd. Uh, this will be the last show for all three of us for the calendar year. I'll be back doing next Thursday and Friday. Uh, Thursday, I think, we have Hancock and Kelly. Friday... Mm-hmm. Piecing it together. Like, get, Working we'll, on it. we'll work you guys into it while not making you come into work. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt Pauly's going to hang out with me for, I think, the 4 o'clock hour on Friday. We'll pitch in some other things uh, there as well. Rachel? Yes, I Kevin. demand fast food news. I've got some fast food news for you. And we're going to do it a little different today because we're going to start fast food news with a fast food review. Hopefully, Andrew is ready for this. Oh. I didn't give him any warning, but Papa John's oh, is sure. introducing a new cheesy calzone epic stuffed crust pizza. And it's only been available to Papa Rewards members uh, for the past couple of days. Starting on December 18th, it became available to Papa Rewards members, of which Andrew mm. is one. It Where becomes- are you going to find one of those? Mm-hmm. In our very building that we work in, <laughs> everyone gets access to this new cheesy calzone epic stuffed crust pizza on December 26th. But the other day, Andrew and I ordered this pizza and we, well, what did you think of it, Andrew? It was pretty good. I mean, it was, it was, it was, that's, that's about the best that I can give. I will say the price is right. Uh, it, I don't know why I slurred that. It's because I'm <laughs> the thinking of the, is right, the price is right. I'm thinking of that cheesy crust. Uh, the price is right. You, uh, uh, cheesy crust pizza. $14.99 is not a bad price for what you get. I don't know what. Kevin's grinning, and I'm not sure what he's grinning. I just saw a funny meme. Keep going. Oh, okay. I'm listening. <laughs> I thought I said something extra funny. Uh, the uh, uh, the price is right at $14.99, I would say. Because, um, you know, those tend to be a little on the expensive side. Yeah. Uh, especially for the size. I mean, it was more than enough pizza for Rachel and I both. We had mm-hmm. we had leftovers. Leftovers for Kevin. But does it say what kind of cheese is in there? It because, does. Okay, okay, so the Cheesy Calzone Epic Stuffed Crust Pizza features the brand's fresh, never frozen dough hand stuffed with cheeses like their savory garlic herb ricotta style out. cheese. I'm out. With there it is. Now, your choice of toppings and I'm extra out. sauce on the side for dipping. Ricotta style. I don't care. I'm okay. out. So, Kevin, I, and I knew this, and I warned him before when we got the pizza. I said, you're welcome to have this, but the cheesy crust, I believe, is a ricotta-styled blend. I'm out. And Kevin's out. He hates I'm it. Out. I love ricotta cheese, so I, I thought too. it was pretty good. Yeah. I do, too. I thought I thought the cheese in the crust was really good. I thought that it was a, a, a respectable amount of cheese. Which has often been a problem in the cheesy crust pizzas is that they just simply don't give you enough of it. Yeah, there was plenty of cheese. I will say at the the part of the crust 
or, or the part of the dough like going into the crust felt a little underbaked. Yeah. I, I didn't know if that was just our particular Papa John's didn't leave it in for long enough or if that's a problem with the pizza itself. It was hard to tell. I think it's probably our Papa John's and I, and not, not anything against them. They, they typically do a great job. But those uh, stuffed crusts, they're tricky. You have to cook them in a different way. And I don't know if Papa John's has ever done a stuffed crust before. So, and I also, I, I believe we ordered that on the 18th or 19th. So that may have been the first, <laughs> I may have been the first person to order the epic cheesy stuffed oh. crust from that particular location. How did, in your mind, how did it compare to like the Little Caesars calzone that we used to get? Ooh. Where ah. it was the calzone on the crust. I mean, and then there's the pizza no contest there. there. The I, calzone is number one. Yeah. Calzone is better, but that's because, <laughs> well, the, the calzone was, was built to where it is. So this is a pizza, but the crust is a little thicker and it's got cheese right, in it. Right, right. The calzone was about half and half and yeah. it was yeah. all the better for it. It was it like was so half. Good. A ball of cheese and and bread, and then the other half they threw on some like sauce and Pizza stuff. Yeah, yeah. So so that was very much I think to the calzone's benefit. Um, and yeah, the, so the edge would have to go to the calzone. Moving on here, Chuck E. Cheese has a new grown-up menu. Yes, they're trying to cater more to the parents bringing their kids to their family entertainment chain with the launch of their first ever grown-up menu. So they have new pizzas, meatballs with sauce, and new wing flavors. So I'm just going to read off some of the pizzas, and if any of these sound appealing to you guys, just stop me and I'll read off uh, the description. But we have the signature meatball pizza. The homestyle barbecue chicken pizza, yeah. a spicy mm-hmm. Hawaiian pizza, yeah. and a spicy barbecue piggy pizza. All right. What's that one? Barbecue pork. Uh, Not a pizza. That is topped with spicy Korean barbecue sauce, shredded mozzarella and cheddar cheeses, ham, bacon, sausage, jalapenos, and red onions. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it it's not it bad. does, but I will say Korean barbecue has become very popular in the last few years. And. Don't you don't think Chuck E. Cheese is going to nail it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a, fair. A lot of times when you see a place like Chuck E. Cheese say, like, this is a, this is a Korean barbecue pizza, it's like, no, it ain't. It's, it's, it's got, like, a soy barbecue sauce on it. That's the best you're going to get at, at Chuck E. Cheese, I fear. Um, which can be fine, but if you're looking for something specific. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for, like, authentic Korean barbecue, Chuck E. Cheese... Chuck E. Cheese is not the place to get it, but it sounds like a pretty good yeah. pizza on it, its own. It, 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 totally without that, even, even it sounds like... Was a there a pizza. better place on earth when you were a little kid? Never went. Never have, went? Have never set foot. Really? That's yeah. sad. Now, see... Maybe we in, should go try the adult menu, Kevin. Back in Me my day, we didn't have PlayStations and Xboxes in our homes, so the only way to play <laughs> the really cool video games would be to go to an arcade, and that yeah. was the arcade with pizza. So you're like, yes! Yeah. This is amazing. I, I would have been all over that place, I think, perhaps if I didn't grow up in the early days of, of the uh, home entertainment. Sorry. Didn't mean to go grumpy old man on either. No, I, no, no. Uh, I, and, I, and, I, and I love places like that. I've been to Dave & Buster's a couple times. I like yeah. that. There's a place in the grown-up Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, that's what a, it there's is. There's another one of those type of places in Edwardsville called Edison's. Oh. Edison's Rules. All right. Edison's. I go there, and I will spend all night playing the uh, Deal or No Deal hmm. arcade game. Really? Oh, it's a blast. Okay. As far as wing flavors go, Chuck E. Cheese grown-up menu includes three new wing sauces and two new rubs, uh, buffalo barbecue, spicy Korean barbecue, again, Louisiana honey hot, lemon pepper rub, and chili lime rub. Then they have their sauce meatballs, all beef meatballs smothered in your choice of either sweet chili, spicy Korean barbecue, or buffalo barbecue sauce. They're going crazy with that spicy Korean barbecue. I know. 
They're like, they're, but they're, you know what? They're like a kid that learned a new trick. <laughs> they're like, hey, I know a thing. We're but gonna you, do it all the time. But you know what? Maybe that means they have confidence in it. Maybe that maybe it's good. That's what I usually think. If a place has everything smothered in a specific sauce, I kind of think to yeah. myself, like, all right, they must be pretty confident. Maybe, in this sauce. maybe I, I don't see myself stepping foot in a Chuck E. Cheese anytime soon. But not well. They have an adult have any, menu now. I, I know, but I, you know. Yeah, let's yeah, go you, have a couple beers be honest, after the though, show. You can't go maybe to Chuck you, E. Maybe Cheese you want as some an adult. adult just as an adult. Ah, yes. You've got to go there with kids. Hello, I am here for your adult food. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're marketing to us, Wheels. All right, McDonald's is set to release a new Squishmallows Happy Meal in the U.S. on December 26th. I apologize if I'm saying that wrong. Is it Squishmallow yeah. or Squishmallow? Squishmallow. Yeah, Squish, whatever. It's, yeah. It is Squishmallow. Either way. I'm going to get one of those. Have you? Do you guys have any Squishmallows? No, my kid, no, my kid my has nieces. like 74 of them. <laughs> they are super, super comfy. I got my wife one. And uh, What boy, do you use them for? Uh, legit, legit question. I'm not trying to like. It's like so my kid has a million of them. I'm like, what do you use all those for? And she's like, they're just awesome. They're extremely soft and cuddly yeah, yeah. and comfortable. I mean, I've and thrown so, them around. They're you just know, like a really yeah. squishy, stuffed animal, right? Like, right, yeah. I guess. But like, yeah, they're great for like couch, couch snuggling, right? Like as an example, snuggling. Kid, snuggling often... She likes to snuggle things in bed, like Quit me. Snuggle. Yeah, you're saying it too much. <laughs> you're like snuggling, 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 <laughs> and it's too close proximity to the Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep your. Distance. Hey, I don't make the rules of fast food. <laughs> um, you can get uh, Cam and Fifi, which I guess are. A, you know, Squishmallow characters sure. pre-existing, but you can also try to get everyone's favorite McDonaldland character and purple bestie, Grimace. Ah! Grimace Squishmallow. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. To I have. want Grimace. We need to get Sue a Grimace. They gotta be uh, tiny oh, if they're yeah, in those, right? We do need to get one for Sue. Yeah, they're little. They fit in the Happy yeah, Meal box. This big. Um, let's see. Hardee's is launching a new hand-breaded chicken tender wrap nationwide in ranch, honey mustard, and spicy varieties. Wraps are good. Wraps are good. Where is that at? Hardee's. Okay. Mm-hmm. They've got good chicken. They have, put it in a tortilla. I'm happy. They have top-tier chicken tenders. I would totally uh, eat those wraps. Sorry. You're fine. <laughs> I don't know why, but that sounded weirder than the other things. Why? I don't know. Just the way you said it, you're like, those chicken tenders. I don't eat the wraps. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I totally eat those. <laughs> and my final story here, we don't usually hear from Fazoli's during fast food news. Oh, Fazoli's! But these sw- cinnamon swirl breadstick bites are returning to Fazoli's. Apparently these uh, came up in times past. The cinnamon swirl breadstick bites features the brand's breadsticks chopped into bite-sized pieces, tossed in brown sugar cinnamon sauce, and baked until gooey, and finished with a drizzle of cream cheese icing. Sounds amazing. I just wonder why I don't go there more. Because it's not very good. Like, I hate to trash them during fast food news, but... No, it's not. It's, there, not. it's a little it's expensive like, for very, what you're yeah, getting. I think that probably expensive. is the bigger thing compared to other fast food. Although right? I, I mean, do love those breadsticks. Fazoli's oh, good. Fazoli's and Alton, I think, has been hurting because they're they're they are right next to a really great like sit down mm-hmm. Italian place that has come in recently, yeah. and it's like even cheaper to go to the sit down. Is it really Italian place than to go to? The, yeah. Wow. Shout out Santana. It just feels. I mean, like it just seems like you know, like Chinese food is really good for fast food, right? Like, like mm. Panda is perfectly laid out for that. Yeah. Like those oh, kind of things are perfect Panda for Express. that. And like, I feel like Italian food would be like that too. Like it just should be ready to go mm-hmm. fast and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, you would think there would be more drive-through pizza situations, but Fazoli's is really the only place you can get yeah. that. I will say, those foods, the pastas, the pizzas, the Panda, those are tough mm. to eat in the car. <laughs> 
True. So, that's true. That's right. A good so point. I mean, if you're gonna get them, you're gonna be. But I mean, either so is a taco. Yeah, hard shell taco. Soft yeah. shell taco is pretty easy in the car. Not that I've ever done that a million times. Yeah. What's the most difficult thing you've ever tried to eat while driving? So last uh, night, last see. night I went to the Garden Glow at the Botanical Gardens. And we were cutting it close versus when I got out of here versus when I was able to go and get my wife versus when I was able to get there. Uh, so we stopped at the Jack in the Box on Grand, and I got a chicken sandwich uh, with ranch to dip it in. Two chicken sandwiches with ranch to dip it in. And, boy, uh, it was hard to try and drive at night in the dark when you can't see yeah. anything. Dipping yeah. sauces are And you're navigating traffic, and yeah. I'm holding I'm, – I've got no hands on the wheel. You probably one got hand a on a sandwich and one hand with ranch Book in, in your lap. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I was also Driving reading. slow in the left lane, I mm-hmm. bet. Damn it. It's a two-lane road, so no choice. Yeah, any, don't, I, I don't, you can't, there's dipping sauces are no-go when you're driving. Yeah, but I've tried to do it. Really? So I have. I. I guess it depends on your drink holder setup. Like, if you have a really decent setup well, for Well, the that. drink holder had drinks in it, so that was out. That's my point, so, like, <laughs> it's dangerous. Those are all my fast food news Those stories, you guys. Mm-hmm. Man. I was going to say I'm going to feel hungry, but I don't because we just had an amazing We lunch. had an amazing full. feast. Ooh. Shout out to Mayo Ketchup Dude. in Lafayette Square. Good stuff. Yeah. Like, I had the uh, the tripleta, which mm-hmm. is uh, little ham, pulled pork, and steak with mm. their mayo ketchup sauce and lettuce, tomato, all that stuff. I'm not, you guys, can you guys attest to this? I am not a, what you would call a light eater. No. I am a I am a full speed eater. Like I Correct. eat I eat a lot. I eat a lot. Usually if I have a meal, I finish it. I eat one third of this sandwich along with a little bit of black beans and rice, and I'm done. That's it. It's good stuff. So the rest of it will be dinner. Mm-hmm. Could be awesome. Love it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, well, we've been talking all week about, obviously, the lead up to the holidays here. and We're all looking forward to our time down. You get together with families and all of that. 
Uh, Rach, you have a story about the holidays and politics, and I'm really curious to see what they came up with. Yeah, this is a CBS News poll series that they put together. It, it's called What's Good, and they polled a certain number of Americans and asked them some questions, and here are their poll results. Um, this is in regards to people, politics, and getting along. 61% of people say that people get along, but politics drive them apart. And 39% of people say that people don't get along and politics just reflects that. What do you guys think? Uh, what I think, side I think, of the poll do you err on? I think the politics is what makes people not get along. It drives people apart. Well, if, if you don't ever talk about it, there's no tension. Nobody fights. Nobody argues. People get along. Like if you know your neighbors I mean, and you're not even, other... and you never cross that line, there's no reason to not get along outside of something weird. Like in within your family, what else do people argue about? There are other oh, things plenty of other about. things. I'd say. I mean, I think I think in general, when it comes to like Republicans versus Democrats, yeah, if if you don't discuss politics, most of the time those people are going to get along. If you get people together in a you know, early morning and a quick trip, everybody's getting coffee. Everybody's polite to each other and holding the door for each other. It doesn't matter what your political party is. So if you take that out of the equation, sure. But then, I mean, in my, in my family, not that people are fighting all the time, but we don't fight about politics. We <laughs> fight about like interpersonal issues. If there's something, I mean, do you agree, Andrew? Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of stuff to fight about. That's not, that's not politics related. I agree. But I mean, I, and I'm not every, every group and every family is different. And my family's crazy because it's huge, right? Like my dad's ten, one of 10 brothers and sisters. So there's always something mm. <laughs> when you get everybody together mm -hmm. because you've got the 10 of them plus all of their kids. I mean, you're talking about, you know, dozens and dozens of people. There will always be something, but the only things I ever see escalate are out of nowhere for no reason are political discussions. How about talking politics this holiday season? I'm assuming, Wheels, that you're going to avoid talking politics this holiday season. It'll be super easy, though, because it's only four of us yeah. for, for the Christmas weekend, and then it's not going to be very difficult to do. Um, and look, there's not... It, Families are always going to be have like differences and, and disagreements on politics, right? It's I wouldn't say it's never, but I would say it's probably rare that you have any family that's all one thing. Mm -hmm. Unless you're just talking about a few people. If you're talking about a larger number of people, there's going to be disagreement. What I don't get is what the desire is to bring it up in those settings. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can agree with that. <clears throat> most people agree with you, Wheels. 79% of people say they're trying to avoid talking politics this holiday season, while 21% say they do plan on talking politics. Yeah, and I don't get why. Like, why would you want that to be a part of your holidays? I, I, like, let it go. I know, but it, there <laughs> are some break. people where that's like their number one passion, and they just don't know how to socialize without it. Um, how about social media? So this poll asked if social media leads to more understanding or more division. Man, um, I think it would lead more to the division in part because of the way social media works. Because you, you end up surrounding yourself with other opinions that are like yours more than you will surround yourself with those that you don't agree with. Um, I, I've, I've worked really hard over a long time to not do that, to avoid being too caught up in one bubble or another. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be in the really large bubble where I'm seeing a little bit of everything as opposed to a smaller bubble. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting confirmation of my beliefs today. 
Uh, because I think your beliefs, A, should change over time when you learn new information. And they don't have to be everything that you're about. They don't need to be your identity, right? My identity is not driven by what my political thoughts are on any particular issue. And I think that we end up, and I forget which university did the study, but they showed that, you know, there's almost no crossover between the social media bubbles of people that are really, really, really into politics. Like you're in your one bubble and there and that bubble doesn't touch the other team's bubble, and then you end up with this that's by by definition, that's a divide. So this poll says that social media, thirty percent of respondents said it leads to more understanding. Seventy percent said it leads to more division. I would think also, you know, so often when you're fighting with somebody about politics, you're not even really listening to what they're going to say. No, you're queuing you're up just, your next answer. Exactly. You're just like waiting for the next chance to speak. And so, yeah, I just I just can't see I can't see it not leading to more division personally. Do we have time for one more poll question? Um, sure. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say yes, but then again, I don't really know. <laughs> no, we can do it. We can cool. People were asked if they considered themselves to be patriotic. 39% said they consider themselves to be very patriotic. 40% said somewhat patriotic and 20% not very patriotic. Hmm. I that's another thing, by the way, that and not about the United States, I think just in general for the human condition. That's something I think that while I am, I consider myself to be pretty patriotic. Like I love watching uh, Americans succeed in competitions. I'm, you know, in the Olympics, I'm always rooting for Team USA. Like I like that, that kind of stuff. I'm a fan of the military. My, I got military in my family. My dad was in the army. I love all of that. But it's also, again, not my identity. My identity is not my nationality. I was born here. I didn't do anything to earn points for that. I just showed up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. If I didn't, I wouldn't live here. And I think we all want to, I think that that balance is probably the way to look at it, right? Mm-hmm. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, 235 on KMOX DGS on the final Friday before the holidays that we're all taking time off for. Um, you guys, you guys just chilling next week? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hanging out? Mm-hmm. Rach, you're just like building up energy for uh, the next trip overseas. Uh, <laughs> like this is where you're storing it up? I guess so. I mean, I'm just looking forward to doing nothing. Yeah, I can't wait to do nothing for five days. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. Mm-hmm. As normally... Normally, do you guys are you is, have you guys been basically spent all of your holidays in this area your whole life? Yes. Yeah, I've never spent Christmas outside of the St. Louis the area. St. Louis area. Andrew the same? Yep. We have been on the travel for all of those things since 1994. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not even kidding you. I'm not kidding. Since I moved to St. Louis in 2006, we have had people here for a holiday one time. 
And some of it, some, I'm not really trying to voice that as a complaint because some of it is just geography. Like my brother's in Atlanta. A lot of times we go there because my parents split Florida. My my sister and her her husband are in Michigan. We're here, so it's kind of like equidistant from everybody. It's a pretty mm-hmm. easy thing. It's a little closer for my parents, which is a good thing. Uh, and for everybody else, for all of us, the rest of us, it's about the same distance. Uh, so and and you know, look, my brother has a kid, a ten year old now, but they had her when she was young. It's hard to travel with young kids. My sister's got a two year old now, so it's not a complaint. It's just this year is kind of nice that I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, like it's just nice to not. You know, we do all of that stuff for Thanksgiving with with uh, my side of the family, wife's side of the family's in Chicago, and for a lot of years we lived up there, so we didn't always have to travel for every holiday. Mm-hmm. But every year since 1994, we have traveled. For either Thanksgiving or Christmas or both. Oof. That's intense. <laughs> I'm glad he gets a rest. Yes. I'm gonna get I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy the resting up and uh, just eating good stuff. Good stuff. Both desserts and dinners and even breakfasts. I'm gonna be making beignets. Yum. Mm. You know, I saw I don't know if we talked about this on the show or not. Maybe I talked about it on my weekend show, but uh, there was a survey that showed the average person is mentally prepared to gain eight pounds in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like most people just go like, uh, you know what? It's going to happen. Let's just eat. Yeah. I don't know if I would say mentally prepared for it. I just don't even think about it during the holidays. Yeah. Like I'm not like I think that's the best way to do. I mean, it is what it is. I have a weird, like a weird, like my year is weird with how I go up and down in weight. I usually go down like after Christmas and all the way until the summer. Mm-hmm. And then when baseball season starts, I actually start gaining weight back because I eat more crap food because I'm traveling and doing all that stuff. Um, Got to figure out a way to break out of that because that's probably not a good idea. Any, yeah. Anyway, you guys want to learn yeah. a, you want to learn a space thing? Sure. All right. Yeah, so I found this to be really interesting and fascinating. You know how. I nerd out about it. Dave does too. And you guys are a little less nerdy, but you seem to be into it as well. How we're always discovering something new. This is astronomers, uh, and it's just being described by a young woman who is following astronomy news. She clearly has a background in astronomy, explaining how there might actually be another planet in our solar system that we can't see. Researchers at Caltech have mathematical evidence of another planet way, way past Pluto. We are not talking about a small planet. Their math shows the gravitational influence of a planet the size of Neptune with a mass about 10 times that of Earth. They think that the reason we can't see it is because it orbits the sun 20 times farther away than Neptune does. And Neptune is the farthest planet from the sun. That orbit would mean that one year on this planet planet X would take 10 to 20,000 Earth years. They have some pretty solid evidence. Basically, there are some objects in the Kuiper Belt, which is a giant asteroid belt past Pluto, that have some really strange orbits. There are six extremely distant objects that all have a very elliptical orbit, and they all point the same direction in space, despite moving at different rates. And the orbits of those six objects are also all tilted in the exact same way, pointing about 30 degrees downward in the same direction. Basically, the researchers say that the probability of that happening is 0.007%. And then they made a computer simulation with a Neptune-sized planet way out there, and suddenly all of the math made sense. But the mathematical models also predicted that there must be other objects with strange orbits. And then they found them, and they matched the model exactly. But still, Nobody has ever seen this planet or black hole. Some astronomers think it might be a grapefruit-sized black hole in our solar system because that could also make the math work. What? 
what? Yeah, that that that's so what a, stunned there, me too. So based on the math, and they're they're calculating that based on the the orbits because these are all based on gravitational pull mm. and the way that those objects out there, the Kyber Bell and all that, are interacting with each other. There's mathematically there has to be something there that's helping impact. I'm, I'm trying to say this correctly, but impacting um, the the uh, orbits. orbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's either a planet or a grapefruit-sized black it's a, hole. It's a planet the size of Neptune or a black hole the size of a grapefruit. <laughs> what? See, that's why it's like, look, I'm what? not trying to be like anti-science or anything. I don't. Ah. I hope I don't sound this way whenever I talk like this. But it's like, it's one of those two things. Like, those seem like to- two totally different things. Well, that, that's the thing. is that, that, to me, is almost the mind-blowing part is that a grapefruit-sized yeah, black that's hole the incredible part. carries the same gravitational weight that a huge planet would. Right. But it's like, and they're like, it's one of them, but we can't tell which <laughs> one. It's like, well. Can't we get something out there? Right. I mean, that's what got I'm the, saying. We've got the web. Although, I guess the part of the problem is... That it rotates around the sun uh, like once every 22,000 years. Like, it, yeah. t- it takes 22,000 years to go around. So it literally could be just further away in its orbit, and we just can't see it. Yeah, and we may not be able to uh, get to it in a reasonable distance for, like, potentially thousands of years. Right, because we have stuff that's gotten out to Saturn and all of that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, this is way further past. Yeah. That is so cool. We could theoretically get to it. But I don't know how long it would take, or how you like predict where it's going to be. Especially if well, you don't I mean, the really math will know predict where that. The math would predict that the same way that they can tell that oh, there's the something there. Will. That's how they do all that stuff. Nah, they don't how do you think know. they navigate space? They don't know nothing. It's like there's not a signpost out there on a moon next to Jupiter. They don't know. Turn nothing. Turn left here. Is there even a left or a right when you're out there? I doubt it. Oh, come on. I don't think there's like an up and a down. (laughs) You're going to make my head Right, because how would you even know if you're upside down? space. Because you're not upside down. You're just in space, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I watched a a thing of like how astronauts sleep in space. Yeah, yeah. And they have like, the rooms are all like, so here's your corridor and the rooms are set like this. So they're like, you're you're always facing each other. I know. I'm telling you for your benefit because you're looking at me. I can't describe how they're, I can't describe how they're, I don't know. The point is they basically like sleep stand, like they just sleep, you just sleep floating. Yeah. When you're strapped in so you don't bounce around. You tie yourself down so you don't bounce around. Oh, I would never sleep in space. Oh, I know. Really? There's no way. Watching that video, I already didn't want to go to space, but (laughs) it's solidified that I would never ever want want to go to space. Why? I want to go to space. I don't want to go far away. Like, I want to be able to get back. Why do you want to go to space, Kevin? Because it would be so cool. I'll go once, like, several million other people have gone first, and it's super <laughs> mundane and safe. Then I'll go. But if if Jeff Bezos was like, get on the spaceship, I'd be like, heck no. Mm-mm. I would do that before I would do one of those little submersibles going to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, I would also go to space before I would do a submersible. I have uh, I have a, a kind of a superior idea, I think. I, I kind of have cracked it, uh, and that is that to do neither. I don't have to yeah, go. Just stay here. I don't have to go on a uh, one-person submersible to the bottom of the ocean, and I also don't have to go uh, sleep in a tied down in space. Well, nobody said you have to. Terra firma, thank you very much. If you had to pick one. If I had to pick one. Yeah, no choice. You you have to pick one. You cannot decline. I have no choice. I have to pick one. You have to. You can't catch me. I am running way too fast. It's it's the fastest you, runner in the world. You've committed a me. crime, and instead of going, and you're not allowed to go to prison, you either have to go to a submersible or to space. Yeah. 
You have to pick. <laughs> You're a prisoner. I, I want to just keep leading you guys down this path where you no, find more and more outlandish no, reasons that no. I can't say no. Your third choice would be death. Death. All right. You would? Yeah, because I think either one of the other two things is a death sentence anyway. So Not going to space and coming back. People do it all the time. Take me out. People don't do it all the time, <laughs> Take Kevin. Take me out. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's like, I'd rather die than go up to the sky for a day and come back down. Take the shot. I'd rather die than be next to Bezos in that stupid cowboy hat. If Bezos is going to be there, maybe. Maybe, because he seems pretty annoying. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be in the same confined space as that guy. Yeah, I'll pass. (laughs) How 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 many times a minute do you think Bezos brags? Ooh, that's a good question. I bet he brags nonstop. I was thinking about that. I, well, I watched a video of Jamie Foxx last night. And Jamie Foxx is, I like Jamie Foxx. He's very charismatic, very funny, uh, very charming, you know, tells a great story. But, man, that 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 dude is dropping a name like every 10 seconds. Mm. If you ever want to listen to one of his stories. Yeah. I, I, you guys ever, you don't have to name names. I'm not going to name names. Have you ever known someone, though, that is, like, always dropping a brag? Like, yes. always. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that when we, when we lived up in Chicago who was a part of um, the alumni group that we had there. And, ev- I mean, I'm not even kidding you. Every time there was a get-together at a sports bar, at somebody's house, or a golf outing or whatever, it was always, you need, you need to come to my house in Kenilworth, which is, like, where rich people live. And he's always saying that. Oh, yeah, you guys, you come on over to my house in Kenilworth. I'm like, like, you could That's just. where the dogs live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a different, a little bit different spelling, but yeah, it's not Kenilwood. It's Kenilworth. But it was, and after a while, everybody's like, oh my God, we get it. You're telling us you're rich. We know. We know. Yeah. Thank you. You could just say, why don't you guys come over to my house? And like, oh yeah, cool. Let's do that. Where do I go? Oh yeah, here's the address. It's in Kenilworth. Right? That's how I, I mean, I tell people, I'm like, you should come to my house. It's in Alton. <laughs> and people are like, oh. Right outside the gated community. And people are like, okay, we get it. We get it. You live in Alton. Brag, brag, brag. No. Braggy Braggerton over here. We're, okay, we're a little impressed. But it's not that big a deal. Oh, my goodness. All right. That's good for audio. Yeah. We, I, got, I, got more, no, I got more audio coming up at the top. I want to save it for... Uh, for stairway, a little bit different type of conversation. Friday, I started the thing where I talked before I turned my mic on again. I was like, oh, he doesn't know. I do that sometimes. He don't know. I get so excited. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> I hit the button before I put it on. I've done that before, brother. Don't worry yeah, about it. All right. it's, look, man, it, we, senioritis has taken over. Whoopers. It's the way that it goes. Uh, Rach? Wheels? This, this or that? Christmas, this or that. So this is a short one, but let's go through the list and tell me your choice when I give you a choice of this or that Christmas edition, okay? Sure. First off, eggnog or hot chocolate? Hot chocolate, eggnog's gross. Hot chocolate, I think, yeah. I'm, I've, I've, I don't know if I've ever really had an eggnog. I feel like um, they... We had we sampled eggnog on the show before because a bunch of us hadn't had it. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. I I hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm gonna go hot chocolate as well. Even though eggnog was not as gross as they thought it was going to be whenever no. I did sample it. I thought I I remember feeling the same way. Now, I saw a meme recently that was like, I am terrified of the people who get drunk off of eggnog because you have to drink like a gallon of yes. it, I guess, to, yeah. to feel a buzz. And it's all like I sloshing was... around in your stomach. <laughs> uh. So I guess it depends. But like, if you look at it the traditional way, I heard a guy that 
Uh, I listen to MLB Network Radio sometimes. I know all the guys there, and I've I've done some work on there in the past. And one of the guys, a former play, former major league player, he was saying he was talking about the difference. Like, is he having bourbon with a splash of eggnog in it to kind of oh. spruce it up, or is he having eggnog with a splash of bourbon in it? Right. The first one I can see being pretty easy to get smashed. The second one, you'd have to drink so much. <laughs> Just consuming like 5,000 calories. <laughs> how, would you not, how would you not puke? I know. I know. But, you know, for the people who do get drunk off of eggnog at the Christmas season, God bless you. You're having a good time. So continue on. All right. Next up on Christmas, this or that. Now, keep in mind, this is Christmas edition. This is not just overall which one of these items you'd prefer, but it's which one do you prefer at Christmas time, cookies or cupcakes? Cookies. Hmm. I don't know that I know anybody that's ever made Christmas cupcakes. I've had cupcakes at Christmas time and I've seen them, you know, you can decorate them all cute to look like a snowman or a Christmas okay. tree, but I'm still going to go cookies. Yeah. You just can't beat a Christmas cookie. No. Cupcakes. cupcakes for Real Andrew? Cupcakes. Mm. Christmas cupcakes, eh? Christmas cupcakes. I love, I love a cupcake and cookies are, you know, if you make 30 different styles of Christmas cookies, I will probably like three of them. If you make 30 different styles of Christmas cupcakes, I will like them all. All right. What, what if cupcake, they were all the like. same flavor as the cookies? What? <laughs> <laughs> Blown his mind, Wheels. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you do understand, right? Like, what's that, a Christmas cookie you don't like? like? You, could, you could make. Oh, boy. I don't know. I don't like a lot of cookies. The Your beloved uh, sugar cookies with the icing on them? Okay, so if you make cupcakes that taste like that, you wouldn't like those either, right? It's not a matter of whether yeah, it's but a that's cupcake not, or not. Yeah, but that's not the but that's not what the cupcake you're making. Well, what like. other thirty flavors are you gonna make? I don't know. I was just being I was being sarcastic, <laughs> Kevin. I was explaining why I normally like cupcakes. I love how I'm like con- conducting the <laughs> yeah, Inquisition. Yeah, he's like here. got his back like, against Andrew, the wall. I am I am so backed into a corner here about these cupcakes. <laughs> oh really? You think you would like every flavor? Really? What flavors are we talking what about if here? What flavor people? was just butt? Oh you oh you know oh you know flavors? <laughs> Name one flavor. And I'm like, I don't know, I can't. Okay, you got me, I can't. <laughs> and just like I'm like, name one flavor, Andrew, and he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Tree. <laughs> I've never I've never heard of a computer flavor. <laughs> All right, let's move on, boys. How about a fake tree or a real tree? Fake. Uh yeah, I think you gotta go fake because it's just, you know, we've we've said it before, but it just ain't worth the trouble. Yeah, ultimately. I, I, where are you at, Rage? You know, I've had a real tree once in my life. I really? got a little, a little one, uh-huh. and it was so nice. But there's something about the fake tree. It is really nice, just knowing that it's not going to die on you. The needles aren't going to mm. fall, and you're not going to get any bugs. And then on December 27th or 28th, which is about as early as I take down my Christmas decorations because I'm just sick of looking at them at that point. <laughs> you just throw it in a box and you're done with it. It's pretty nice. Yeah. And guess what? And guess what? <clears throat> That's on your terms. The life of that product is on your terms. Yeah. You true. decide when you're like, this thing sucks. I want there's a new one. two main reasons. One, for me, there's two main reasons fake over real. One is you don't have the needles falling everywhere. Cleanup is a lot easier. There's no mess. You don't get sap on your hands and all that kind of stuff when you do it. But the real reason, the reason, the main reason for doing anything around the holidays should be related to whether there is difficulty putting lights on it. Yeah, you can't get a pre-lit The real lights tree. are pre-lit on the fake one that I have, and and lights of all kinds for holidays are the devil. They are the worst thing ever invented. They never, they, there's always <laughs> one that doesn't work, and it screws up the whole strand. They get tangled together, and it takes six hours to do it. And then putting them around 
the real tree while you're getting poked by needles is not also is also not that fun. So give me the fake one. All right, last one. To me, this one's easy. Thanksgiving or Christmas? Christmas. There's no presents on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but I do like a Thanksgiving. You could see this is the thing though. You can do the Thanksgiving meal for Christmas. Yeah, True. but there's also there's a lot of pressure and obligations surrounding Christmas, and there's not really so much that for. Uh, but there's presents. I'm still going Christmas. Yeah, uh, presents, buddy. I like the lights. I'll go uh, Christmas. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 